Well, as you just heard, some of the big disruptions are set to hit our airports over the summer, starting with the uh, firefighters' industrial action as early as next Friday. And with airfares on the rise, more and more travellers in Australia are turning to the good old-fashioned train. Okay, well, maybe not that old-fashioned. How old do you think I am? Well, I've had the chance of some pretty amazing train journeys in my life. I once went from Beijing to Helsinki exclusively via the train, the Trans-Siberian Railway. And as a backpacker, when I hit Perth, I couldn't afford the airfare home to Sydney. So I took the train. It took about five days on the Indian Pacific. And that's exactly what people are starting to do this summer because the cost of airfares, if you haven't checked lately, are eye-watering absolutely eye-watering. And for people wanting to see family and friends over summer, they're looking towards the train to do it. Have you been thinking a bit about your next holiday and been shocked at the cost of a return flight? Would you ditch air travel for rail travel? I'd love to hear from you. The text line's open, 0418 uh, And when you think about it, there's no long lines at the airport for check-in. There's no security or boarding. Your luggage doesn't go missing. Plenty of leg room. You can get up and walk around whenever you like. Sounds a bit delightful, really. The Guardian reported today that bookings for journeys between Sydney and Melbourne and Brisbane have more than doubled as travellers are turning to cheaper train travel to reach their destinations. With me now is Chris Harding, the former president of the Australian Railway Historical Society. Chris, I'm gathering that you are going to be pretty for train travel. But why are other people starting to discover the benefits of train travel at the moment? Yeah, hello, Andy. Um, yes, of course, I've always been a, a fan of rail travel. In, in fact, um, I, I still, from time to time, uh, act as a host, taking people as a tour guide around parts of Australia and Switzerland by rail. Um, it's just the way to, um, to see a countryside. Why are people going back? Well, I, I, I think you've been discussing it already. It's the frustration of air travel for many people, not only the cost. I mean, I myself still travel by air from time to time, having to stand in queues for two and a half to three hours sometimes, board a plane and then have them tell you that because we're waiting on a crew member to come in from another flight, we will now be delayed, missing a connection, um, the extra cost and there's no compensation, I start to think, okay, maybe an 11-hour train trip might have been the way to go. Well, once you factor in both going to the airport and waiting around for the hour or two before your flight and the trip on the other side, perhaps you even catch the train on the other side of the trip to your destination, it sort of all adds up. And the figures quoted in The Guardian today were actually quite compelling. I mean, I think they quoted between Sydney and Melbourne, it costs about $78 and there's no uh, lack of seat at the moment, seating at the moment, when you've got an airfare between those destinations in the kind of peak holiday period, uh, getting up to around $1,000. Mm. But there's probably more than just the cost factor here and the time factor, I'm guessing. There's, there's a whole different experience travelling by rail. The first thing is it's, it's far more relaxing. As you say, there's, there's not that pressure of going through the security and all the problems with getting your luggage on board. You just get onto the platform and get on the train, go to your seat, sit down... You've got more room. You can get up. You can walk around. You can go to the um, the cafe or the buffet car. Um, some trains still even even have a, a lounge car where you can go and relax. Unfortunately, not the XPT, but you can go overnight on the XPT and book a sleeper if you want. 
that's going to set you back about two hundred and thirty odd dollars, which is not not really huge by this, the today's standards. That means you can leave tonight and arrive in Melbourne seven thirty tomorrow morning, um, which will be just as good as getting up early and racing into Sydney Airport and trying to get a flight that will get you down to uh, to Melbourne that time. So, Having said all this, certainly there has been a lot of people on the text line saying the kind of standard of train travel in this country, and we're not talking about the Indian Pacific and the GAN, which I've been on both, and no, you know, they, no, they are sort of five... They're liners of the rails. They yeah, are five-star, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But yeah. lots of people saying the XPT, uh, which goes uh, interstate and in, uh, within New South Wales. Where does the XPT go between Sydney and... Brisbane? Sid- Sydney to Melbourne, Sydney to Brisbane, Sydney to Dubbo. Um, it, in fact, it will do all three in a week. The average XPT runs about 10,000 kilometres a week before it gets half a day servicing turnaround in Sydney and then is back on the road again. Um, they do a remarkable job to keep the thing going, but it's decades beyond its use-by date. The um, state government in New South Wales just hasn't got around to a, an effective replacement and they've been putting that off for, for decades. So the poor old thing is, is tired and beyond as years. It can sometimes break down. Occasionally one of the power units will go. We have the other problem as well, that the track has not been maintained to a high standard either. And we're still running on the same track that was built back in the 1880s. There hasn't been very much done in the way of straightening out some of the, um, the, the the curves or even tunnelling through some of the, the hills, doing anything that might make the, the trip a little bit faster. They, they had a philosophy years ago that if you could spend a million dollars and save a minute, it was worth doing, but that seems to have gone by the wayside, sadly. You're on RN Drive with Andy Park. Chris Harding is here. He's uh, serving up the argument that you should perhaps try train travel this summer uh, in lieu of the expensive uh, airline fares that we're seeing at record prices at the moment. Uh, on the text line, you're chiming in with your excuse me, your uh, feedback on the text line. Uh, This one, train travel is more environmentally friendly than flying. However, private freight companies have monopolised train tracks and the Australian uh, passenger train market pays the price. Australia is a beautiful country that could offer hundreds of memorable great Australian rail journeys along the coast. Instead, is forced to offer uncomfortable, nauseating coach services to complete journeys. For example, Sydney to to Brisbane. Is that true, Chris? Uh, We have a lot more freight lines than we do passenger ones. We do. We, we, well, no, not freight lines. They all share the one line. But we have a lot of time freights, a lot of container freights and, um, and, and bulk haulage freights as well, from anything from, from coal through to limestone. They tend to have deadlines to get to ports for export. And so they're given priority most of the time. And the poor old passenger trains, because they don't have to pay a demurrage if they're late, they're the ones that are forced to wait while the freighters are allowed to go through. Mind you, the, the horsepower they have on the front of trains nowadays is that a big freight train can run a passenger train down, so it's not like you're stuck behind something that's plodding along. But this is the problem. Um, because not too many people have been using passenger trains, there's, there's not the great demand for them. But freight is taking priority and there's a lot of money tied up in what's carrying, being carried by those freight trains. I think it will be a summer of uh, people looking to the trains, especially with those record high uh, airfare prices. Chris Harding is the former president of the Australian Railway Historical Society. Thanks for joining me tonight. Hmm. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations. 
live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.